All right, we are recording episode three. Tris. I gotta be honest with you. I'm surprised we've kept up with it for three weeks in a row. Um, I absolutely figured for us to like not be able to do like forget or not forget, but like it not work out. So we had to be like, oh, we'll just skip a week. Right. I'm glad we've made it three weeks, which obviously I want to make it a lot longer than that. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 proud that we made it three weeks. I didn't look. I was gonna look before, and I just didn't do it. Um, look at see if I could look at the downloads for the last episode too. I saw something on the Podbean thing that said like a three zero at the top, but it was next to a play button. Well, so that might be all downloads. Yeah. Um, I think on the website I can actually look at each individual episode. So um. like just to keep track, because I want to do that. I want to try and keep track to see one if we have consistent downloads. Um, because that's always nice. Yeah, shout out to um, our moms. Because the because be- it'll be great too. Because I'm not having to go check the links anymore, so I'm not wasting yeah. four or five downloads, um, just trying to check the links. So I do want to go back and look at that. I just didn't. I didn't have time. Um, because I literally came like, I got I swung by the house and got my bag and then came right over here. I kind of nice. hit traffic on the way back in, because <clears throat> it's been a long day. I was up at eight o'clock. Driving off at eight to Dallas. He got snoozed. Yeah, it was it was rough. But the go- golf wasn't bad. Huh? What'd you uh, shoot? Eighty. Eek. But I I did birdie the last to shoot eighty. But it's because I I had a couple bogeys and a double. Um, and I know, I was talking to Gavin about it. I know people are gonna be like, oh, it must be nice kind of thing. Because I was talking to him, like I get frustrated. I'm the one twenty plus. <laughs> I get frustrated when I shoot in the eighties because I've. Because I can, can, I know I can shoot 70s, and so like if I shoot 80s, I'm kind of mad at myself. <laughs> but then I like the other day on TikTok, I saw a statistic that said, and and I think this is like a real statistic. It wasn't like a joke or anything, but it's like the chances of you breaking 80 are like one in a trillion. Jeez. Like that's not, and and, and I I want to believe that that's actually real because there's another statistic that says if you break a hundred, you're within the top 50% of all golfers. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So clearly you don't have to be very good. No. Well, yeah. (laughs) And and that, and that's a lot to do with how popular the game's gotten recently. Which is all really, there's a ton of guys who are not good. (laughs) Trust me. Hey, I'm one of them. We, Gavin and I were stuck behind two foursomes that were not good all day today. It was horrible. Um, but I've had a few good drives every once in a while. A couple but yeah, shifts. so like that's like like that was a goal. Like whenever I'd play with Christian, um, I was told him I was like, dude, I'm like, if you can get consistently in the 90s, which is like his kind of main goal, I'm like, you're in the top half of all golfers. Um, but yeah, I I tend to get like upset, but then I'm like, okay, I gotta realize like this is like extremely hard, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, it didn't do too bad. Uh, there was a lot that I couldn't. My putting was trash i had lines i just couldn't put i wasn't getting it there at all it was, it was it, they aerated it, it it was the grounds you know but the moon was too bright you know there's all kinds of excuses it's okay speaking of sports golf particularly the Ryder cup's going on yeah and i got a lot to say about it well, we gotta do but s- before that yeah, yeah gotta, before that i'm gonna do the the weekly devo um because that and my rants all i'm contributing <laughs> this week <laughs> i didn't really prepare um <clears throat> My Devo this week, it was the tail end of that um, Jehovah Jireh, mm-hmm. God Provides, um, devotion. I finished that one up, and it was kind of the tail end of that. But, it again, it's that one was a really good devotion for where I'm at right now. 
um, as far as no job waiting on people to call back for job and stuff like that and just, you know, wondering about finances and, and just the anxiety of like not having a plan or, or like a structure or anything like that. Um, it was the second to last week, I believe, uh, but it talked about in Thessalonians um, just encouragement of the church and how important it is to be around the church and the body. And the verse was simple. as First Thessalonians 5.11. It says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up as you are already doing. Um, obviously, Paul's talking to the church and saying, hey, look, you're already doing a good job. Keep it up. Um, but the devotion was really kind of pointing out, like, in uncertain times and in, you know, anxious times, like, the best thing you can do is surround yourself with godly people and getting plugged into your church and stuff like that. And and all and that was something that I really, really missed when I was in Dallas. Um you know, before I lived alone over there, I was a part of Watermark and I served there. But even even while I was serving, um, helping audio and do all that stuff at Watermark, um, there was still not a whole lot of community that I had there. I had the people I served with, like mm-hmm. my the, the audio directors that were there. Yeah. Um, and, and I got to know them really well and I actually had good um, relationships with them towards the end. <clears throat> but... Outside of that, I didn't have a community group because yeah. I had to fall through. Um, I literally got placed in two community groups, and, like, within a month, they were just kind of dismembered. Because the bad thing about that is, like, you got to find people who committed to do it, you know? Um, because it is a part of membership, so obviously people are like, oh, we want to be a member, but they might not be committed to a community group. Yeah. And so, which is, you know, kind of hand-in-hand. Um, I like that Watermark is one of those churches that does that where it's a, a, a requirement. But you get people who just aren't in it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I literally did. So I had a community group for like a month and then I didn't. And so it was so hard trying to get in another one that I was just kind of like, you know what? I'll use my serving time as kind of community group and just kind of leave with that because um, it was just a hassle. Um, then after I moved out on my own, obviously, I started going to Matt Chandler's church, the village, which, again, same process, part of membership is like community stuff like that but i wasn't even a member there um i was only living by myself and over there for three three and a half months um but the membership process i was like coming back home whenever they would have the class basically like multiple times and so i never got around to the class so i couldn't be a member which hurt me even more because i couldn't serve um and that was like the most isolation i felt because it was just i'm going to church and leaving like i'm not i don't know anyone i'm not serving I'm not in a community group. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, there's no relationship being built. Oh, yeah, it's tough. I mean, even even at East Mountain, you know, I mean, and in, in we're just in a really rough spot of, of, of town, you know, not the church being in a rough spot, but, I mean, it's just like the community around us is either all old, retired people because, I mean, it's great country, live and land, you know, and uh, then you have people who are very young that moved out there to start families, you mm-hmm. know, so – it was definitely a, a big time, you know, where I where I struggled to be in a group, and so. Bless you. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Sorry, ah, couldn't do nothing about that one. Um, so like, I mean, I always had my buddies that I hung out with, but I mean, you know, when he got married and and he left, it was me by myself, you know, and yeah, I guess you know, and then Faith left to go off to California and do her thing mm-hmm. there for a while, and so it was really me by myself, 
you know, and so it was a really rough time, you know, I, I've told Emily about the times where I, I would just leave, so, you know, you think, oh, you're leaving church, you should be on a high, I remember being so depressed, mm. so just sad about the, si- the side of, I have literally no friends, it felt like, you know, and I had friends, I've always had friends and people that have cared about me, but like, not having that community group, like you're saying, it's rough, it's, it's tough. To, to, to press on, you know, especially going to the same church for, gosh, 10, 15 years like we have, you know. So, and, and since we're on the subject of churches and stuff like that, I'm going to bring up my question that I had for you, you know. Now, we both oh, were— is that part of the yeah, question? Well, it's not the depression side and leaving and not having community. Okay. It is, it's about a part of the community during that, and specifically the worship time. Now, we both ran sound gotcha. stuff, right? We've done sound, we've done lights in the youth, you know, and— and then the lights for, like, special program stuff, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Now, you've gone to the big churches. You've been up in the Dallas area and seen what what all goes on. Sometimes you got the churches that go overboard. Sometimes you got the churches that it's, it's like, man, this is just right. And then you go to a church like ours where the only lights are the ones to light up the building, and mm-hmm. that's it. How do you feel about lights during worship? Let me pull up my seat. Uh... So, the specifically just lights, or do you feel like how does it? Are you talking about production wise? Production wise, right? Okay. Do you feel like one is it necessary to have this? Do you think that? Of course, I feel like you know my personal opinion real fast is is it has its place. Hmm. It's got its place a hundred percent. But like on an everyday or every weekly basis, you show up to church. You know, let's say you show up every Sunday. And your worship service, you got lights going on. It's, it's you know, they got the deal. It's almost, I don't want to say a show because I know some churches have, have lights and they don't make it a show. But that's kind of where I'm headed with this question, you know. So what, what do you, how do you feel about those? So the short answer is it's not necessary, but it's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so the big push... Um, because all of this ties into uh, a debate that I had all the time in college um, for classes, which was contemporary versus traditional mm-hmm. as far as service goes. And that's talking about lights, production, music, all kind like uh, the whole shebang of the service. Um, the bigger question was like, churches started splitting services doing a contemporary service and a traditional service to basically their mentality was we're going to appease everyone. Yeah. Um, I hated that. Yeah. Because I absolutely am a hundred percent behind the idea that we absolutely need elders in the church for wisdom. Um, young adults and teenagers and kids are stupid to be frank and we are those so we can attest to that and you need the wisdom of the church of the older generation to guide you to help you navigate not only church but like culture and influences and all this different thing um so i hated the aspect of dividing the church to please everyone which specifically was we're going to have a traditional and we're going to have a contemporary. I really liked what um, Aaron Handorf used to do when he was the mu- he was music minister for East Mountain for years. Um, back when I, well, I was high school. We yeah. were in high school, maybe. High school, middle school. Um, he kind of mixed it in. Yeah. He did both. He did 
a little bit of contemporary music, but he also had hymns. Yeah. Um, but even the hymns, there are times where he kind of jizzed them up a little bit and made them a little more upbeat, you know, a little more bearable, because some hymns are just tough. Um, yeah. I like that aspect of it, and if you can do it right, do it. Like, yeah. Marbury, so far, what I've seen from Marbury, the church I'm attending right now, they do that. They'll yeah. have traditional, but they'll also have contemporary. Yeah. They don't change their service. They have three different services, but that's because they're big. And it's the same service every it's time. It's the same service every time, yeah. which I'm okay with that. I, that's what I loved about Tony Evans' church. It was the same service every single time. Watermark, same service every time. The Village, same service every time. Um, I don't agree with those churches that do a traditional just so they can please the old people. Yeah. And so all the and so what you end up getting is all the old people go to the traditional and then your young people go to the contemporary and then you see churches get split and divide because you're yeah. not getting the wisdom that you need uh, in the body. So yes, I think the reason I say it's needed going back to kind of like the root of the question yeah. um because, again, I don't think it's – because I think worship is worship. If your heart's in it, it doesn't matter what it sounds like, yeah. which I fall into that a lot because – and this is part of the whole – I kind of, like, grew up don't, doing sound, you know, when Garrett started teaching me in high school and, and spent years learning and doing yeah. all that stuff. That really kind of makes you not like bad services. Yeah. <laughs> and – <laughs> and you know, I, not, I understand. Yeah, not to throw any shade about anything or anyone, but like more traditional services when it's just you know a choir and a couple microphones and maybe an acoustic guitar. Like typically, they're not as put together production wise. Yeah. So they're not going to be as thought out. They're not going to be as planned. You're going to have more mistakes. Yeah. Um. You know. So i've turned I, I tend to like have that mentality of like oh i love the big production because i know it's going to be good and it's going to sound good yeah. which is like that's kind of a fault that i have because i've i, I enjoy things to sound you know good i want it to be pleasing oh. to my ear um but again like if your heart's in the worship like you're supposed to um it doesn't matter what it sounds like yeah. you know you, you're worshiping you're you're getting the right posture in your heart for listening to the word of God. That's no. the point of it. Um, so I don't think it's necessary at all, but there's this big wave when, when contemporary music kind of took off, um, people started to realize like, Hey, we can get people in the door if we add some lights and maybe add some smoke or haze and maybe, you know, get electric guitars, get some drums going. No. Um, because that was the vibe of a lot of the big, um, like, yearly conferences yeah. and things like that. And that's what attracted like Yeah, that's what attracted people. So churches started to kind of grab that mentality because, because that's what Sunday mornings are really for. Is like, let's get people in the door, you yeah. know? Um, you know, obviously we have a lot of believers who are members and, and faithful and all that. But let's get some new people in the door. Let's try yeah. and try and get them in. And that was, that was the big push for it. That was why contemporary music kind of made a shift. Um, because the contemporary music that you and I grew up with... Oh, Lord. It's not really contemporary. Horrible. <laughs> just just flat out horrible. I have PTSD from some of the songs that every time I hear certain chords, I'm like, oh, no. Um, it's completely shifted now. Which, but again, it's, it's just... It's that mentality of this brings people in, so let's do it. Yeah. Um, so I do think on that aspect, it is it is needed in a lot of times. Yeah. 
See, and I feel like I'm kind of in the same boat, right? Like, Sunday mornings and Sunday, you know, Sundays when I'm running sound or anything, we have, like I said, we have no lights. It's the, the only lights that come on are the lights to just, again, that were built in from the 19-whatevers, you know. And so, like, some days, you know, I'm kind of like, man, it'd be nice to have some lights kind of go and give a, give a little bit of an ambiance to it, you know, because I think there's a place and a time for everything, right? Like, Sunday morning worships, to me, don't need to be a concert hmm. because a concert, I'm there to enjoy the music. Yeah, I might sing along to it, but... Like you said, back to that, if your heart's in it, right? Now, if I can, don't get me wrong, I play drums on the Wednesday nights, and I love the lights that we got going on, electric guitar, a lot of bass, you know, like I'm all for that, you know? But it, then again, there you are, you know, you're back to the, we've separated, at that time we're with the youth, you know, I'm, I'm helping out in the youth building, and so I'm helping lead worship over there. Mm. And so, you know, it's hard to tell, you know, some of the kids clearly like, the lights coming down, not being able to be seen really, you know, so they can hide off in the shadows. And, and for me, when I was growing up, it was so that way people didn't know I was really singing or I could talk to my buddy. That was my two options. I was either really singing and enjoying it or two, I was just hanging out in the shadows to talk to my buddy to avoid worship. And so like, I do wish, you know, we could bring in some lights, you know, cause like, I think there's a way to do it and you gotta be careful, you know, of course, with everything that you do. Um, there's a way to do it to where you can add to worship, you know, you can add to mm. the side of that, you know, and I, when I went to Moverly, you know, cause me and Emily did look for another church for a while because we didn't have a class or anything and some other stuff going on. And so we were looking for another Sunday or another church to go to another church to attend. And, you know, we went to a couple different churches, you know, we went to a church that was kind of just like ours that had more younger people around due to the fact that they were just closer to more schools and stuff. Um, and thoroughly enjoyed the preacher there. He's great. But then we went to the New Beginnings of Moberly. And this is nothing against either of those churches. I didn't really care for New Beginnings worship. It got a little too much concert for me. Mm-hmm. You know, when <laughs> when your lights all of a sudden shine down on your crowd and start rising up. Oh, really? Oh, dude, it was... <laughs> It was, it made me, because like when I'm at a concert, that dude, the lights hit me in the face. I'm all about that at a concert, yeah. right? But then when I went to Moberly, I noticed that they had the lights going on. I saw them. But if I really wanted to notice them, and this is the side of production, being in like the, I don't want to say production side, but you know, sound side, because I've never been into a production where like you're there at six o'clock and you're practicing on Saturdays and stuff for you oh, know, yeah. your stuff. Like, I never got into that. You know, I'm kind of glad because I like my Saturdays. That's that's another – I'm going to have a counter question oh, for yeah. you. Oh, yeah. no. Um, so, like, when I was at Moberly, you know – and here's the thing. You know, anybody that listens to this, if you go to a church other than anywhere I'm at or, or anywhere, if I've ever visited a church, I'm judging your sound guy, just so you know. Yeah. I'm listening for the rings. I'm listening for the, the stuff that's not supposed to be like that. And, you know, and I, just so you know, I do let it ring sometimes at church just so that way the old people adjust their hearing aid. But, you know, I, I, I do that because, like I said, I've been involved in it, you know. So, like, I kind of want to I kind of want to see what they're doing, not hopefully not to judge them, but it does come out that way sometimes. Mm. Emily always got on to me for it. Um, but, like, 
I like a church like like I said, Moberly has has done it thoroughly well. I do wish they would sing a few more traditional hymns. I think we sang one hymn out of like the four or five times that we visited. Mm. You know, more it was more traditional or not traditional, more contemporary music. You know, and I did go to the later service. So, but you said they say the same. I didn't. Yeah, know they're, they sang. they're the same. So you know, we sang I think maybe one or two hymns the entire time we were there. So like, and I do like my old hymns. You know, mm. I I don't really love them every single week you know, four hymns right off the bat, and then that's it, you know, because I like, I like my upbeat traditional stuff, you know. And so, like, I, I feel like they did really well with how they added lights into the into their to their worship, you know. They didn't use it to make a show, but yet when the time comes that they do those shows or, like, they host a concert there, like, it's there and they can have it, and it's mm. really neat. So, like, that's how I, I like to look at it, you know, like, if it's there and you're using it the right way, I think you can add to the worship, but then I think that there are some times where, personally for me, it can take it away from me. It may not be the same for everyone, of course. So. It, is, it is nice to have the accessibility of it. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, it, like you would have to build some stuff for East Mountain to even have the accessibility of it. Like, that would be a whole, be like 50 grand. whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it is nice when you actually already have it there, so if you do want to use yeah. it, you can. Um, so adding on to that, and and you'll you'll have a decent take, a, a good take of this, uh, and probably a different take than me, um, because you actually play in worship. You you yeah. play the drums. I I've never, I led worship one time at an internship and a small youth group, and I was on acoustic guitar. Like I didn't sing or anything. I just played acoustic for them. Um, but so like I don't really have the experience of like leading worship week in and week out. But one thing that I did get experience in is rehearsal stuff because obviously at watermark like when you start when i served on a sunday i was there at six o'clock in the morning because we were doing a run-through rehearsal and again and so we had we had two services at watermark um so you're doing a run-through rehearsal for like an hour and a half oh, wow. getting all the audio all the lights everything mixed the bands properly mixed uh in-ears everything they're running through the actual set at least one to two times um from top to bottom, and then we go to our break. We go to our little break before the first service. Do the first service, then we go and have our little between services. We'll have like a little meeting within the groups. Like our audio team had a meeting and was like, "Hey, it was kind of like the devotional time." Plus, is there anything we need to do differently? Is there anything that like we saw that might need change? Whatever uh, for the next service. Yeah. So it was literally a six to one o'clock in the afternoon oh, ordeal uh, when you were serving on Sunday. Yeah, that's insane. One thing that I started to pick up on and this goes back to a very um blunt perspective that i've always kind of had mm -hmm. um i am i've never been a big fan of spontaneity in worship mm. so being spontaneous and singing just whatever comes to your heart and, and going off on your own kind of like tangent of like spontaneous worship, yeah. like, like, and I have to be s like smart when I'm talking to people about this, because I don't want people to think that I don't like the spirit being involved yeah. in worship like because being spirit led. I absolutely agree. The spirit needs to be involved in the worship. The spirit needs to be leading your worship. Yeah. But and this is, and I got, and again, I've always had that mentality of, I don't like that. And it was always more of just because it like, for lack of better words, it was irritating to me. Cause I was like, I wasn't like, just like sing the lyric, you know, just sing the song. Yeah. Um, 
what I began to understand as I was serving at Watermark, <clears throat> and this isn't for every case, but I found out that this is what is majority of the time happening, is those are typically planned out. Yeah. They're not spontaneous whatsoever. Yeah. Um, now, what that per what the singer might be singing in that very moment might be off their dome, yeah. you know? Um, but the moment of we're going to go off script and have a spontaneous spirit-filled worship for three minutes and then we'll get back into the chorus, most of the time that's planned out. Yeah. When you look at, when, when you go to conferences, I guarantee you it's planned out because those conferences have to be planned to the second yeah. in order for them to work. And just what I was able to see at Watermark and, and, and other big churches that like um, I, I was able to see that kind of background of, that made me not like it even more. Um, and again, I, like, I know it doesn't always happen. I know sometimes it is very personal and very spontaneous. Um, but yeah, like serving on that and, and learning that kind of background of like, oh, this is scripted. Um, made me really, really not like it even more. And so I want to know, because, again, you actually do worship yeah. in and out each week. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if Gary or any of them has ever done not. that. I don't, I don't, I never <laughs> thought, because I think Gary and I have had that conversation, and I knew he wasn't really about no, that as much. And, and for us, it's, we are all, I don't want to say we're all, good musicians you know we the lord has clearly given us a talent and a love for it and um and luckily you know hopefully we are using those to glorify him uh first and foremost but like we're not that good that's plain <laughs> you as couldn't day. do spontaneous we're not that good <laughs> and, and and what's really cool is um you know social media has given me a lot of at, in, in like introspective to mm. other that's a good word right um, to I, other that is, other like a bands, word worship, out there. yeah, it is. <laughs> um, so like, cause I, for a while I was getting videos on on Facebook, whatever it was, about like drummers that are behind glass shields mm. on stage, and, and I've found that like you know the bands that play the click tracks, you know, we played we played a couple songs to click tracks, and, and it's it's difficult, you know, because. You know, I'm not, I may be the drummer, but I'm not good at keeping tempo sometimes. <laughs> I get into it. I like to yeah. rush, you know, I like to, and so, you know, for me, I, I, I've noticed all the different sides and it's really neat. Um, so the, the people that are the spontaneous, it, it still has somebody that leads. Cause here's the thing is don't get me wrong. I, I do feel like that. God could just take over, you know, mm -hmm. the spirit could take over and, and just bring together a worship that's unlike any other. And I think it's happened before, you know, of people just getting together and, the, and, and they're playing music and the Lord just takes that and runs with it. I think there's times for that. But I've found that a lot of those have a leader in that group that mm -hmm. does that. Um, I've noticed noticed a lot of times that in the videos it was a bass guitar player. He yeah. had a mic. He was he he wasn't ever singing it yeah. singing to it, but he was always up on it talking to it. Yeah. Anytime it, you see a band member with a mic and they're not a singer, yeah. they're they're producing. They're they're they're, they're literally yeah. telling everybody, hey, let's you, go to the usually chorus, it's keys right? and a bass. Yeah. Th those are the two that are typically it, the guys. And I'm like, one even still, that's stupid impressive. Yeah. One because like. You can be in the middle of the chorus, and then they'll be like, hey, guys, let's go back to the bridge. We hit the bridge, three, four, and then they're at the bridge, and they're just all together. And I'm like, oh, man, those are the times that I'm like, that is the Lord just – I mean, and, and they clearly, again, they have been given a talent from the Lord, and they are using it to serve him mm -hmm. very well in that aspect. 
for again me man like i said we got we're three you know dudes you know one old guy who's the youth leader who's in his late 40s i love you gara and then me and my buddy brandon you know and and luckily we've all played together for about seven eight years now y'all y'all gel yeah y'all y'all have good we know everybody's everybody's maneuvers i guess Mm -hmm. to change something this this past Wednesday, we did a see you after the poll service that we normally mm. do, right? And what that normally is, you know, they got the, the the kids or the young adults have a small station that they get to go to, um, and do a little quick little thing for whether it's praying for somebody, praying about something, you know, just to you, you know get their minds focused on prayer and about the Lord. And we're playing music, you know, in between each station. Well, there's one song we didn't play. We didn't get time to practice. We ran out of time, you know, because we hadn't been able to practice on Sundays. But luckily, we've been playing together for seven, eight years in that, mm-hmm. it, you know, we know <laughs> it was really neat because, like, we played it one in a different key. You know, we had some wrong notes in there. But Brandon, who is musically super talented. Stout. Stout dude. Figures out, oh, he's playing it in a different key, so just changes to the right key. Yeah, luckily you don't have to change keys right? <laughs> on me, the drums. I'm the drummer, so I just hit stuff, right? Hit stuff with sticks. You would be screwed <laughs> if you had to change keys. <laughs> so, luckily, in like you know, it, it was a song we've all played probably about fifty times, mm. but we hadn't played it in so long, and we didn't realize how long it had been since we played it. But like, as soon as we started getting into it, we remember the flow of the song, and, and we remember how it goes, and. And we all give off different cues with how we play, with how we style things. And luckily, normally it's me and Gara who, who you know, can say, hey, we're about to build up right here. Or, hey, we're about to start heading into a bridge, and I'm going to do this fill. I'm going to do this thing. And they, and luckily, like I said, they play, we've been playing long enough. They just catch that cue like, oh, Doug's about to change something, and he's either going to be right or wrong. And that's it. That's my two options. I'm either going to be right or wrong. Mm. Luckily, most of the time, they just follow with me. And so, you know, we're playing this song, and – and, and I'm like, man, I know there's a build coming up. Where's this build at? Because it's a big build. You know, it builds up real big, and then you play the chorus, and then the song ends, right? And and I watch as Gara goes to step on his pedal, and I can see he's, like, giving all of us the cue to build. And so it's like I pick up on these cues. You know, you learn these things after you're with, with people for so long. You have the guy that, you know, talks into the mic to say, hey, we're going here. Hey, let's do this. Hey, let's let's cut back down. Let's get a little bit quieter. Let's, you know, all this stuff. And so, like – when it comes to spirit-led stuff, you know, sometimes there is that this is very spontaneous. We did not practice this. It happened, though. Mm. I, I think there are those times. But one thing that Gare has always told me about worship from the beginning of when I first started to play drums, even even unto now, that what I'm doing is helping lead worship, mm-hmm. right? I, I have been giving a task by God to help lead others in worship. My job there is not to show how good I am on the drums, mm. how good he is on the guitar, or how sweet Brandon is on his bass. doesn't matter if we're all freaking awesome. Our time right there during that time leading worship is to lead worship. And so in the back of my mind, I will always remember my job right now is to lead others to worship because if I'm hindering worship, that's a serious issue. If mm-hmm. you look at that in, in, in the Bible, it I mean, from pastors to people leading worship to, you know, disciples and all that stuff, if you start throwing stuff the wrong way or you're a hindrance to somebody, mm. it's wrong. You're now, that's that's a sin. So, like, I'm not trying to go up there and show all cool stuff. And, and I mean, don't get me wrong. There are times where accidents happen. You forget a part. You play things the wrong way. It happens. 
Yeah, but that's not on purpose. But it's, not, yeah. it's not on purpose. Yeah, that's not on. That's not on purpose. Whenever you try to do something spontaneous and it doesn't work, you hinder people's worship. Yeah. It, and at that point, you you have failed to do your task. You've failed to do your job. And I I I, I don't want to say I take my job so serious every week that I come in and play on Wednesdays. I am just perfect. No. I make mistakes. I, I'll, I, like I said earlier, I'm horrible with tempo. Why am I a drummer? I don't know. <laughs> because yeah, you're in the wrong. <laughs> you're in the wrong business. We get through songs, and and luckily, you know, you know, we don't struggle as bad as I say. But I mean, I it's just something that I some I, I still remember the first time that I played. Um, I'll fly away on the drums. Oh, yeah, you could. <laughs> I remember that. In big church. Yeah, and for I, those of y'all that don't know what big church is, that's where everybody's at. And uh, That's grown-up church. That's grown-up church. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that. Dude, you, I was cooking. You cooked. <laughs> and we were so fast. They finished at 200 BPM on it that was, one. It was so stinking fast. But you know what? I look back on it now, and I just get to laugh about it and, and look and see that God has, has done a work in me, and I've gotten so much better, and I do get to use that to glorify him. I'm so, pretty sure Gary was sweating by the end of that <laughs> one. I think yeah, I remember it was, that. It was, it was a good day. But, you know, like I said, I, I don't want to hinder our other people's worship. Mm. And so even if I can do the cool fills, the sweet guitar solos, if it doesn't, it, back to like I said, back to the serious side. If it doesn't glorify God, then there's no point in doing it. That's the way I look at it. That I mean, it, it's luckily it's that cut and dry. That if this doesn't bring glory to God, I shouldn't do it. You know, or build build up God's kingdom. So and, and that can go from from worship to what I say each and every day. You know, so like I said, spirit led stuff. You know, I I know a lot of times. You know they've got it going on and they practice they practice to be able to pull that stuff off but like i said i i just my line draws very firmly at if you start hindering worship you are no longer leading worship Hmm. right and so that's where that line is at i mean it kind of this is a completely different topic we're not going to get into it because it's a rabbit hole and i could talk about it for days i'm not surprised Um, i don't even know what it is and we will talk about it eventually uh speaking in tongues um, mm. that topic, love that topic. A lot of people don't agree with me on that topic. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's here, neither here nor that. We'll talk about it eventually though. Um, but there's a verse that, uh, when, when Paul's outlining, uh, really what needs to be happening and what needs to be there in order for speaking in tongues to be accurate and correct and, and spiritual, um, he talks about having a translator. And the reason he does yeah. that is because he's like, look, you know, Obviously, if no one can translate, what's the point of it? And he equates that, um, and he further equates it to, like, speaking in love and things like that. And he yeah. says, if you're not speaking with love, it's like a ringing gong. Yeah. That's kind of my mentality when it comes to stuff like that. And, again, yeah, it's like I, I can definitely have more um, – there's definitely more room for me to grow in – accepting that side yeah um you know for like the for the times that it is actual um spirit filled um but i'm so i i got so callous to it especially because a lot of bigger churches do it you know yeah um that it's just it's just the way it goes um and and i got callous to it so like a lot of the times when that happens whether it's at a conference or a church or something like that i you have a tendency to cut it out i kind of turn it off yeah in my head and it and it, it does it like it 
it, in a way, and again, a, a part a lot of this is is my own feelings about it. Because mm-hmm. if I'm really in the worship at that moment, it shouldn't matter. Let's be yeah. honest. Like, doesn't matter what I believe, what you believe about it, whether it's right or wrong. If I'm truly worshiping yeah. in that moment, it shouldn't bother me. Yeah. Um, and it because, does because at that point, your mind is focused on glorifying God. And yeah. Giving praise to God. And so that is where you know, obviously, yeah. I know that I need to kind of change my mind about it and my mentality yeah. about it. And even, um, even I'm there too, because like I said, I have that very fine line. Yeah. You know? It. But it messes with me sometimes. It's, it's, <laughs> it's hard not to. And it, yeah. And I'll say it's hard not to make fun of it sometimes, you know, because. You got the guys that kind of make love to the song, the oohs <laughs> and the ahs, yeah. and, I, and I am not an ooh. Like, no, I like my either. woes and the oohs, you know, stuff like that. But, like, when you're like, ooh, and I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> when, they get, when they get to a whisper. When they get to the whisper <laughs> and they start talking. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you're it, just yeah. out of it. Yeah, right? And so, like, that, and, and here's my thing. That's me saying that guy isn't worshiping. Hmm. And I can very well be wrong. Yeah, I that is that is that is arrogance on my part and on yours too. Clearly, when we're yeah, like, yeah. Just turn it off, turn it off, like in our own brains. And so, like, that's how I personally feel about it, you know. And, and I think it's perfectly fine to have my opinion on it, you know. I hope that you know on the other side of that, those people are truly that is their hundred percent that they can give to God hmm. at that time. That they are just doing the best they can. And I think that clearly it shows when it works that 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 is true worship from some of those people and then the times where it crashes and burns kind of wondered in my, it, it makes me wonder in my head i'm like mm, were you supposed to be doing that yeah <laughs> so yeah I, I think something that we need to kind of like clarify uh and and not only for this conversation but i know for future conversations because okay. again i it, anyone who's listening to this video if you know me personally you know my character, my bluntness, my stubbornness, yeah. all this. Obviously, I'm way better than I used to be in like high school and stuff like that. Um, thank God. Um, but I'm still very like stern and very blunt on what I believe. Um, yeah. And but here's the thing: just because this is what I believe and this is what Doug believes, I am perfectly fine with whatever you believe on yeah. the matter, um, as long as it's again not hindering like gospel, um, which again, this is kind of like, this is a very, um, tertiary, tertiary, that's how it's hard, tertiary point, like a third party point where like it, it's not important really in the grand scheme of things. Um, like as far as like core values, gospel, uh, it's not really that important. It's just preference. Um, just because he and I believe one thing or we're talking about that, obviously yeah. we're doing it because we have microphones and we can. <laughs> um, and if you choose to listen to it, cool. You don't have to. I mean, it's just our opinion. Yeah. Um, but I have made big strides and I know you're the same. Cause I think you, you've always been a lot more open to things than I have. Yeah. Um, as far as beliefs and stuff go, I was always kind of like rigid, straight edge, and then I went to DBU. You had the Rob Bowen theory. Yeah, then I went to DBU straight and narrow. it messed me up, and I had to like think for myself. Yeah, um, which is the best thing to ever happen to you yeah. within your own faith. Um, but so like it that really like my years in Dallas really did open me up to being more accepting, yeah. uh, accepting of different, but like like cool. If you believe that, I don't. But like, great. Yeah, I, and again, this goes back to the the stuff we were talking about, and like, I think the very first you know episode that we did of, of talking about that 
there are more than one there's more than one way to take the gospel mm. now there are the people that take it too far and then end up changing what scripture says oh yeah preacher at, okay yeah, at I that was... point when you're taking scripture and 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 clearly stating it wrong using yeah. it wrong okay you're in the wrong it, that's how it is that's how luckily you know there are very few things in the bible that are talking directly about how you need to live your life how you glorify god and this stuff there are very few things that are like really hard to grasp i feel like mm. you know i Trinity, hard to grasp because it's three in one, right? Hard to grasp that understanding. But when he's talking about don't kill, that's cut and dry, you know, and that's not, again, we're not on that subject yet, but we probably will end up there one day. Um, like I said, when you're when we believe what we believe, like we believe if you're not hindering worship, then it works, mm. you know. But if you're doing it, because here's the thing is if it if it hinders me, then maybe I have a problem with certain things, and I need to get in a better understanding about that stuff. But if the person next to me, I mean, I could just see them pouring their heart out to God in that moment, and they're doing the the whispering into the mic stuff and all of that. If that person's able to worship, congratulations. I'm so grateful that that, that, that calls to you, but it personally doesn't call to me. Yeah, I like my grunge. I like my give me a kick on, you know, Whatever it is, I'm a drummer. Can't remember. Was it two and four or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> You're the drummer, <laughs> and I'm drawing a blank right now on if it's one and three or two and four. I'm not gonna lie. So like, I like. Here will be so proud. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> and so, you know, like I said, I, I think there's it, for each person it will differ. You know, as long as your core belief is again what the bible states and then a you're able to worship to that stuff and i i'm able to worship to you know the heavy rock style you know christian music and, or even even the old school give me a timpani and a piano i mean we, that's what we grew up with was a timpani and a piano y'all so like we made it long strides big strides so definitely for you know anybody out there that does listen there there's different ways to take it and so what we believe you know yeah don't we, don't think we're like we're telling you have to believe what we say yeah we're That's not, not we're, we're definitely not straight and, and again we're not saying this isn't gonna be a oh well we we don't agree with anything else like no. we're both very at this point in our lives we're both very accepting of different styles different people believe different things you know yeah um, different people just it works better for different yeah. people um, but yeah that I love these topics yeah um, I can like deep dive into these topics I think that might be one of the, the segment that I might pull in like yeah because uh, obviously like the only like literally the only segments that I technically like quote-unquote have is the weekly Devo, and then, like, if I have questions to ask you, it's things to ask Doug. Yeah. This might be under the things to ask Doug, but we might get, like, we might try and go deeper into it. Yeah. Um, just because, I, again, again, this is, like, this is what I went to school for. So, like, I love having these conversations. Um, I, obviously, I'm pretty sure you and I agree on a lot of things. Um, we grew up very, very similar. Um, you know, so there's not, I don't think there's going to be a lot of, debate as in like us having different values yeah um but again like i'm gonna pose the question of 
of different values and, and different ways of looking at things and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, just because that's that's what I did at DPE. And you had more of that than I did for sure, you know, because I've I oh, been yeah. going to the same yeah, church. I went, for, I went to school for it. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I mean, and you also, you moved off to Dallas. And, and again, you know, you go back to the side of we're in the Bible Belt, mm. but that's definitely changing, honestly. Like, I want to I say I live in the Bible Belt now, but I can go two hours north of me, and, and it's not you know, it, that people there, I mean, there's the, the, the views that people have have changed drastically over the yeah. years. So, but I think that's enough on that one. And we can, if uh, anybody that doesn't like sports, because Chandler's about to go on a sports Oh, rant, yeah, I'm going on a rant. I have a few rants about my Ravens, because what the heck happened on those last few plays, man? That was garbage. I, I couldn't watch the game, so I, I don't did. know. I did. And <laughs> it was who garbage. Who were they playing? Oh, gosh, you just, Colts. We were playing the Colts. We oh, had yeah, a free field goal, and the dude is one of the best kickers in the league. I don't even know his name, y'all. Yeah. The dude's one of the best kickers in the league, has scored like, I think they said it was like 20 out of 24 game-winning kicks, mm. right? This one's at like the 50-something yard line, and dude has crushed like 60-something yard line field goals, right? And he misses it by like a few feet. And I'm like, are you yeah, serious? Did, didn't they have like a 20-point comeback or something, yes. like something ridiculous? It was, a, like, it was a good game, too. I didn't watch the whole thing, you know, because I was doing something. I don't remember what, but, like, you came over. That's right, you came over. But yeah. I caught the tail end of it, and we were in overtime, and we lost, man. Oh, yeah, sorry. For all the people that don't like sports, you should leave. That's okay. You can leave. Oh, no, you can listen to it. Um, <laughs> but, no, to, to – to, for the record, though, you don't even like sports. I don't even like sports, <laughs> you, but I've chosen the Ravens this season to root for them, and we are making it as far as they can go before they don't go any further. Yeah, this is like, this is like you and you've you've piggybacked on Brandon's like what he's done for years. Yeah, he just I chose remember, the Dolphins and I'm, went for it. I remember he did that in high school, and he was like, "I'm gonna go for the Jaguars." Just, oh, that was the Jaguars. And it was, not yeah, the I, Dolphins, think, sorry. I think he's I think he stayed with them pretty yeah, much he, the whole he, time. He was rooting for them the other but day. But like Brandon doesn't, as far as I know, he doesn't really no. watch sports yeah. but he's like oh, i'm just gonna go for this team and dude the fact that you've done it too it's, that's funny it's because you because i was like when you asked me for my espn login i was like what i was like <laughs> you don't watch sports i'm like what are you doing me however i'm i'm in my sports bag i i finally understand i think i said this last week i finally understand why my dad watched sports all the time when I was growing up. And I hated it when I was growing up. Right. But I get it now. I'll watch sports, even if it's teams that I don't really care about. I'll watch that over regular TV 100% of the time. I even got to where I like soccer and hockey. Like, I didn't, those are two sports that I could care less about growing up. And I even started watching those this last year, and I love it. Um, so I'm, like, all into sports at the moment. So I got some bones to pick. First of all, Golf, obviously, I've been playing it. I've always loved golf. Yeah. This year, uh, right now, what's going on is called the Ryder Cup. <clears throat> now, the Ryder Cup happens every two years. Um, they rotate. They have what's called the Ryder Cup, which is the U.S. against Europe. Ooh. And then they have the President's Cup, which is the U.S. versus the world. <laughs> they rotate those every other year. So, well, ev about that. so every year you get one of those. But every two years, you get the same. So every two years, you get the Ryder Cup, and then the alternate years, you get the President's Cup in between those. So right now, we're on the, the Ryder Cup. One, first of all, Europe is smacking the U.S. <laughs> I think they're up. They do it by point system, and the point system, it's hard to understand, but ba they're up like 10 points to five, maybe. Um, I think we got it with it to five points. I can't remember how they finished today. 
Um, and they do like groups play and so point and so like the point system is very like interesting. Um, and that's a whole different that's a whole deep topic and you probably wouldn't even understand half of it. Nope. Um, regardless though, that's not even my issue. Cool. Like, I don't think the U.S. has. It's been years since the U.S. has won on European soil soil, yeah. and they're in Rome, so. It's not that big of a thing that, like, they're getting stomped. It is kind of big, like, how much they're getting stomped. Like, they came out the gate 4-0. and Europe did. And that was, like, okay. the first time that it ever happened. Um, but my issue is with the broadcasting. You can't watch it anywhere. Because, first of all, it's at 1 o'clock in the morning <laughs> because it's Rome. So, first of all, if you want to stay up, if you want to catch it live, Tough crap because it's one o'clock in the morning. No, they have it on the TV, but I'm like, I'm not staying up from because literally the the broadcast, the live broadcast is it starts at one and it ends at like nine or ten in the morning. Oh my gosh! So it's literally, I mean, it's eight it's a lot, it's a golfing? lot of rounds. It's a lot of rounds. There's there's literally That's ridiculous. There's literally like eight groups that play. Um, but again, I'm not staying up. No. Like like my sleep schedule is jacked up, so I could, but like. I forgot about it Friday night, and then I recorded to not last night's because, again, I had to wake up this morning, so I was like, I'm not staying up. Um, but even then, like, the hard part is I already know what's happened because ESPN updates you live. And so I know what's happened when I wake up, and I haven't seen any golf. Aww. But that's not even the most irritating part. So, like, they did a big – like, Peacock has, like, kind of taken over. Yeah, I know Peacock the app. speak. Yeah. Uh, Sports stuff. <laughs> Peacock has taken over like some of the football stuff and golf, like and soccer. Those That's are like nice. the big three things, yeah. which is cool. Tell me why I can't go back and watch the rounds though. You can't go back. No, they don't have replays. So they don't have like episodes. You Just, can like, watch, watch it, it live. live, or it disappears. That and, sucks. Oh, it, it it infuriated me so much because that was my goal. Was like, oh, I'm just gonna. I even saved one. Uh, to my list to see if it would save and it make it disappears. I'm like, okay, cool. So I just can't watch it unless I'm watching it live. Yeah. Um, also, I haven't watched any of it live, but I heard it's abysmal. There's commercials every five seconds, basically. Oh, like literally, they like like I've seen so many people complain about it. Where it, like Gavin was talking about today, he was like, yeah, he's like, they'll show like maybe two shots and then they go to commercial. Oh. Then they show two more shots and go to commercial. That's awful. And then they have these blocks of no coverage. Peacock will just say coverage will resume shortly. They'll have a 20-minute block of this Peacock music playing with this screen <laughs> saying coverage will <laughs> resume shortly. And they're still playing. Like, what? I don't, like I, dude, the coverage of it, I, I feel like they tried something new and it just didn't work out. So they're just like, screw it. And, like, see, and throwing it to the wind. Here's what I don't get is we're in the digital age, right? Like... We're, yeah, why can't I go back and watch it? Times where like I wanted to watch John Wick four yesterday, right? I watched all three of them while I was at work and kind of on and off when I didn't have anything to do. So I ended up watching three movies this week, right? So I was like, you know what? I want number four. Boom, rented it, no problems, no commercials, great quality, right there on that TV the other night. Why can't you watch sports like that? Oh, I don't. Yeah, the it's. <sighs> Now, this is the thing. Golf has done this recently a lot. The Masters coverage, trash. Mm. They only, the Masters coverage, because um, I, I would watch it um, during the day while I was at work. I would have it like on my laptop while I was doing whatever. Um, 
they only showed specific groups, not even all the times the be- the best people. Like sometimes it was just like Joe Random who was fiftieth <laughs> in line, whatever. Like literally, like the the coverages were so weird during the Masters. It makes sense that it's trash, but it's just like like the the biggest issue I have is that they I can't go back and watch them because yeah. that's the, I thought that was what streaming services were for was to always have access to everything. Yeah, even the live stuff you can go back. There's a lot of the time. There's always replays of whatever live game or whatever you missed. Yeah, typically. So that's what's the real irritating thing. Um, Football's a whole other issue because you have to either pay four hundred dollars yeah, or you ridiculous. can't wa- you can't watch any important game. And I'm like, again, I'm I'm in my sports bag, and so I'm like way into fantasy football this year because it's my first year doing it. Yeah. And I'm so mad that I can't watch like the games that I want to watch. Like yeah. the Dolphins are one of my main teams because I have the Tua as my quarterback and I have T Hill, my yeah. main wide receiver. I also have the defense. So like, if I could watch a Dolphins game every week, I'm I'm blessed. And see, I I can't watch app. the Dolphins game. I sent you that I app. I did watch it. But here's the that. thing. is like, I don't know how many people know about that app. <laughs> so, it's like, I'm not even going to say what the app is. You want it, text Chandler. <laughs> uh, I still might not get I You made me think it was like some black market it's site. It's not. And it's, it's not. not. It's just like a... But every time you click on it, if you don't click on it, you, like, you get an ad. It's, it's, so it's, it's clearly a... Not illegal, but like a free site that probably shouldn't be up. Yeah. Um... But it's been up for a very long time. Yeah. So I don't feel they wrong in using it. Luckily. Sports channels and stuff, they clearly know about it. They just don't care. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I did watch it on that. And and I will use that to watch the Dolphins games yeah. if I'm not allowed to. I'm going to watch the Ravens tomorrow on but, it. But yeah, it's just like, dude, the coverage of stuff is just ridiculous. Except I need for to college. I found that college clearly is pretty well. Talking about football? Yeah, college football. Because like right now, like I can clearly see that LSU is losing to Ole Miss. What's the score? Twenty-eight to thirty-one. Oh, that's not bad. They were down seven to twenty-one earlier. <laughs> so that that's great. What's the quarter? Uh, it's halftime. Oh, that's that's great. That means so. they scored two. They scored three times before the half in bad. thirteen minutes. So. Um, yeah, that's great. That, I bet that's gonna be a good game to yeah, watch. Yeah, that, that's good. No. Um, no, dude, college. Uh, I mean. I'm an LSU fan, of course. So college, I really, I mean, I like watching college football. I actually like watching college football more than NFL. The reason I'm into NFL is because I'm in the Madden, I'm in the Madden, uh, the fantasy yeah. league, and I really, really enjoy that. Um, so that's really what l- gets me going for the NFL stuff. Yeah. If I wasn't in fantasy, I couldn't care less about the NFL. Like I like Joe Burrow because he came from LSU, so I like the Bengals. I really like the Ooh, Dolphins. Poor Bengals got destroyed. Yeah. I re- dude, I, dude, the more I watch the Dolphins, the more I watch Mike, uh, what's his name? Mike something. It's the it's their head coach, uh, Mike Daniels or something like that. No, um, I don't know. He's funny. He's very dry and has a very sarcastic humor. So, like, watching his interviews and all that stuff. Dude, dude last year he got caught by the camera. He was vaping during the playoff game <laughs> playing Buffalo on the side of the, <laughs> on the sideline. He was, like, vaping. Um, he's funny. He's making me a big fan of the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, but again, like I'm watching them a lot because I have uh, uh, some important players. Um, see, and and here's what I love about it is I have no attachment to football whatsoever. I, I want to get you in a fantasy league next year and <laughs> just to see what happens. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> that or somehow the teams I choose are just gonna absolutely crush it because yeah. that's how it works. So, like, I have no care. I have no real reason to root for the Ravens. I, You know, I mean, preferably, I guess, for me, I should root for, I don't know, 
anybody but the Ravens. I guess the closest would be St. Louis, the Saints. I guess that's the closest to my area. Um, well, yeah, why'd you pick the Ravens though? I like the Ravens. It's a bird. So that so it's the bird. That's it's the, the bird. That, that's clearly why. Okay, because I was like, do you know a player on the team? I, I mean, I know there's Lamar Jackson, and then there's Odell Beckham, and uh, that's it. That's the only two guys I know. Which I think Lamar is their quarterback. If I'm 100 percent on that one, I think, and then Odell's wide receiver. Yeah, so, Odell. Odell just went over yeah. there. He but hasn't I mean, been he there also, long. I think, he apparently already messed up his like ankle or Probably. something he's like old. that. He's I mean, yeah, he's yeah, kind of old. He's like mid thirties, I think, or but, early thirties, mid thirties. I don't know. I mean, um, like I said, but he he hasn't. He's been hurt a hot minute. He hadn't been in his prime. Um, he his prime was back in the New York uh, Giants days. Um, yeah, sports, dude. Final rant about sport: the ba- baseball. I love baseball. That's aside from golf, baseball has always been my favorite sport. I've always grown up watching baseball. We'd go to Ranger games. Um, I really wish I would have taken more advantage when I lived over there to go to more. Yeah. I didn't go to a lot. I went to maybe five or six games the whole time I lived in Dallas, which is sad. Um, but love baseball. This year, I really, really got into it because I tried fantasy baseball. Never again. So hard. Because you know, you know the premise of fantasy football, which is yeah. every week you look at your lineup, make sure all you guys are playing, you see what happens. Baseball, it's every single day because they have 162 games in the season. That's ridiculous. So <laughs> every single day you have to look on there to make sure all your guys are there, the right guys oh are playing. Gosh. You have to make decisions if you have like a tweener between two guys. I literally gave up halfway through the season because I was like, I'm just tired of looking at it. But um, – but I still watch, obviously, I still watch the games. I still watch the Rangers. Um, Rangers are irritating me a little bit because they won't win a game. <laughs> <laughs> I saw something so, about the score there the other day. So, oh, yeah, they got stomped yeah, last the, night. The Angels that, that won against them, too, the other day? Or who was that? Who's that team that you like? No, we swept the Angels. Oh, I saw, I saw something um, that was 0-3 at one point. No, we didn't sweep that. Did we sweep that? I can't remember if we swept the Angels. Um so here's the situation, and this is how you know, like, so, like, the bad thing about me, like, really getting into sports is, like, when I get into stuff, I get into it. Like, I, I'm kind of, like, balls deep when I go get into, like, stuff. What a term. I'll explain. So, last night, I was up, I, I was up for a lot of reasons. I heard, like, mice in my room. Um, do we, we have my, we have my, mice problems. Your about. mother is going to kill you for saying um, that. No, she knows. She don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm so, sorry. Like we do. Um, oh, I saw the game where y'all lost nine to three, but, oh, um, but then y'all won the other two. So you're good. But so I was up for that, but I, I was up for like a solid hour thinking about the possibilities of what needs to happen for the Rangers to go to the, 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 the playoffs. So, and I'm going to explain it to you so you know what's wrong with me because I'm, I'm crazy. When right, I go, you got cause, four minutes. Because I get into it. You got this. So, there are two games left in the season, today and tomorrow. The Rangers are currently playing right now. Um, so, today and tomorrow is the last two games of the season for everyone. Texas is playing Seattle, which is one of the teams in our division, and then Houston is the other team in our division that we all have a chance to go to the playoffs. Out of these last two games, realistically, there's a lot of possibilities that could happen, but as far as outcomes that matter, there are six outcomes that like matter as far as these last couple games that could happen. 
So, Rangers could win one game, and they're guaranteed playoffs, and they are possibly guaranteed um, the division or the wild card. So, the division is you win, you beat everybody in your division, or wild card is the second-place team will get the wild card. Uh, just because of the standings and stuff. So, Rangers could win. They could win tonight, and they're guaranteed to be in the playoffs. That's one outcome. They could win tonight and tomorrow, and they could guarantee the division. They could take the division, which would give them a bye week in the first week of playoffs. That's best-case scenario because it gives us a bye week, gives us more rest, stuff like that. Or the Rangers could get swept by Seattle. We lost yesterday and the day before. It's a four-game series. With the last two games – if the Rangers get swept, there are three outcomes. And it's all depending on what Houston play does against Arizona. They're playing Arizona right now. Yeah. And it all relies on Houston if we don't lose one of these two games that we have left, tonight or tomorrow against Seattle. So, if we get swept, that means Seattle ties us record-wise. Therefore, it's a tiebreaker. Now, if it's just a tiebreaker between us and Seattle, we win because we beat them more during the season. So... The only way to have so there's three outcomes if we get swept. So say we get swept by Seattle, Houston loses today and tomorrow. Us, the Rangers, and Seattle will take first and second in the division, and we win the tiebreaker because we beat Seattle more. So we win the division. Second outcome, Houston wins one game, loses another game. All three teams are tied, and we lose. Because out of all three of the teams, you have to combine all of the teams together. You can't just go head-to-head. Mm-hmm. When it's three teams, you take how they did against all of them. And we had the worst win percentage against Seattle and Houston together yeah. versus them two because, like, we got beat up by Houston. We beat up Seattle a good bit, but we got beat up by Houston. So we, and it's literally by, like, one game we would lose if Seattle loses one, wins one, or, or Houston wins one, loses one. Or S- Houston could um sweep Arizona that case they take first we have a tiebreaker between Seattle and we win that tiebreaker to get a wild card so there's literally six possibilities that could happen all within the next day into day or two by tomorrow there's six different outcomes that could happen we don't go to the world's we don't go to the playoffs one of those six outcomes and that's if that's we not bad. that's if we all three tie oh um that's if Houston wins one, loses one. Houston either needs to sweep, win both, or lose both. Or we could just man up and win a game and secure our yeah, own spot. Your last loss, loss last night, 0-8. to eight. Yeah, it's great. dude, they, they're like choking. And it's like they do this all the time. Like anytime they're decent, they just find a way to choke and lose. But it's like this is like really, really close. We're just over an hour. Um, so – yeah, so like my my sports, tr- I was literally up for like an hour thinking of all the different possibilities that's, that could happen. That's ridiculous. That's where I'm at as far as sports. I'm <laughs> way too into it, and it's like becoming a problem. Um, it's gonna have to take you a little break. And uh, no, nah, dude, I'm all in it. Well, well, five. again, after this weekend, baseball would chill out because I'll either know oh we're in the playoffs or we're not. So yeah. like that'll chill out. Football is just. Week in, week out, I'm just right. hoping I can win. See, and that's why, like, I love the side of not being so into it. I just oh, get did I get balls deep? Yeah, yeah. As soon as I knew fantasy football was going to be something that I cared a lot about, like that I got into and liked, and yeah, I'm, I'm full on deep in. I, like, I look at it every day, just to look at. Like, I'll read the reports that they're talking about. I'll read the what. I'll look at what other players did, guys that I'm about to play or playing this week. Like, dude, I'm way into it, way too into it. 
But that's my rant for sports because right. the once the Ryder Cup's done, that'll be a thing. I'm just mad about all the the coverage is kind of like, ridiculous. Dude, it, yeah, it's like there's so many options now. So it doesn't make sense to where you can't actually watch something. No. You should always be able to watch something with how many options we have. No. It just doesn't make sense. So, but right. we're gonna end it there. Yeah, we're off for the day. Cause yeah, we're I'll over an hour. That's take a long. My wife to give me some dinner. That's our longest episode. Yeah. I'll take that all day. Yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully, I ordered that camera stuff off eBay. So who knows when it'll show up? Um, next year. Hopefully next week I'll have it, and have it sorted so we could actually get it like be nice. a video up instead yeah. of just audio. Um, but man, thank you for everyone. I ha- I'm gonna go look at the numbers to see actually who downloaded. Um, thank you if you're listening. If you've stuck with us for three episodes, hey, keep on. We're, we're, we're trying we'll to next week. We're trying to get this going. We're trying to be consistent with this and and push it. You know, a good time because it's ma- mainly for me and experience. You know, yeah. got to get it in. Um, but thank you again. Uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hopefully, you enjoy our rants a yeah. little bit. We got a little heated about some of that stuff. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> so. It's it's heated topics, right. but um, man, I, we're other than that. I'm just, we I don't love know you how to end this. So. And goodbye. Yeah.